Hey, everybody, I'm Chris Fafalius, and I'm the producer of Chris Makes a Podcast and the host of the One Hit Thunder Podcast. And I'm Matt Kelly, host of Horror Movie Night and the producer slash the head of content for the Geekscape Podcasting Network. Between the two of us, we have, believe it or not, 25 years of podcasting experience, and we want to help you start your own podcast. We know podcasting, and we want to share that knowledge with you. So whether you're new to podcasting or you want some feedback on your currently active podcast, we want to help. Or perhaps you're just overwhelmed with all of the editing work. Well, we can help you with that also. You can check out our website at weknowpodcasting.com for more information. We're excited to help your podcasting dreams become a reality. either do some like some hot college muscle dudes maybe some just like i like a lot of i don't want to say amateur porn but just like vanilla shit <laughs> what's vanilla like i could get you? off like watching a couple hot people make out for 10 minutes that is that's pretty tame. you know what i mean but i could yeah. also watch like somebody having eight people jerk off on them and get off to that it just depends like on my mood gang bang? So, i think d- it's called bukkake that's bukkake yes. you're right you're I'm, right I'm, I'm fucking stupid yeah, like Question. Yeah. Do you ever watch heterosexual porn? No. Couple reasons. Yeah, explain. Mainly, I cannot stand listening to straight porn women. Oh, they're porn. obnoxious. It's way too obnoxious and I end up I giggle. Like oh, so yeah? if I watch it, I couldn't like I can't watch it to like be aroused. I watch it like and laugh. It's so over the top. Now, I, I could like. watch some like a guy with like a a trans like female to male because it looks like a guy and i can be into that right how does that work so are they doing like p and v yeah. penetration yeah yeah yeah. But that's the thing is like i'm attracted to a dude so like vagina's on a dude it's it's okay all right do we want to talk about sex let's fucking do it what do we want to talk about let's let's, let's talk let's... about sex baby what about sex what everything whatever whatever questions we have for each other we're into different shit so well actually I, we're both into dudes so <laughs> You want to hear us about me Matt's dissing somebody women. or what? We could talk to Matt. Oh, oh no. God, this is going to be fun. Oh, I love no. it. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things about fisting. Let's talk about sex. You like that? There oh, we go. yeah. Welcome to <laughs> another episode of Roaring Twenties Podcast. Today, we're talking about how to do your taxes. Um... What? I use TurboTax. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? <laughs> H&R Block? My Aunt Gail. Ew, you fuck your Aunt Gail. Because no. we're talking about sex, oh, Matt. Oh, no. Oh, my you God. You got me. Uh, listen, we're all humans. We're going to talk about sex tonight. We talked about how we feel insecure during sex in, in a previous episode. Now we're just going to talk about sex and and be confident about it. Because why the fuck not? We've had enough wine to be confident talking about sex. By the way, we are drinking a Pinot Gris from La Crema. I don't know if I said that right, but that's what we're going with. Anyway, sex. We all have it, unless we don't. <laughs> I didn't look at anyone in particular. Yes, you did. Okay. But we looked at producer Matt. We did. Well, I, I definitely, I looked him <laughs> right in the face. Let's go around the table. When's the last time you had sex, Andrew? <laughs> 
yesterday. Oh my god! <laughs> what? With who? <laughs> you, we can bleep out the name. What the fuck? <laughs> I wasn't expecting that question. <laughs> Surprise. Uh, just this guy that I've known for like four years and we've hooked up like five or six times and we've talked throughout. Obviously, COVID has been kind of keeping things right. at bay like that. But, you know, spring's emerging and so am I. And um, uh, I have a, you know, a, I guess I'd call it like a friend with benefits. Okay, fair. Hung out and hooked up for the last time. It was like right before COVID. Okay. And we had been talking about hanging out for the last few months. And mm-hmm. um, he got like his vaccine and stuff. And then we like that. theme seemed okay. So I hung out and hooked up and had a good day. Is this inappropriate for me to ask? And you can tell me and we can cut it. Nothing is too inappropriate to ask. Well, let's t- let's test that theory. <laughs> top bottom verse what goes on both so ver- verse right? i'm very verse i appreciate that i think that's smart thank you so i'm happy for you congratulations thanks it was actually pretty good yeah and uh was a nice little like treat it's one of those things where it's not just like a re- you know you have your hookups right you have your hookups where you're just like you get together and you fuck and that's it or whatever you maybe you just fool around whatever but you have a hookup right yeah then you have like a date and you have a friendship then you have like a cool friend with benefit and it's nice when you can find that harmony of being able to like literally just hang out and be talking to his friends and then have like really good sex and then go right back just talking to his friends and there's no awkwardness. Yeah, I would say that's definitely hard to find. Yeah, for so sure. when you find it, fuck it. Literally, fuck it. <laughs> Matt, I don't know if I want, if should I ask you this question? When's the last time you had sex? Uh, so I was trying to figure <laughs> Yesterday. it out. He's yes. like, I'm still doing the fucking math yeah. over here. It was about five years ago, probably. What? Yeah. So celibacy is real. Yeah. Um, Adam and Eve, 50% off sex toys. Nice. Good to know. That's a good sign. I don't know. Is that real? Five years ago, though. Five, that was, it was use what, 2016? Keyword, use keyword. Or 2015. Roaring 20s get a 50% discount on that. That would be Eve. dope. Was Obama still president? <gasps> was this the Obama Yeah, era? this was Obama. You haven't had sex since the Obama. Well, I Fucking mean, cheers Trump to you. Did yeah. you, you dirty. know what? A lot of people didn't have sex through the Trump administration, so you're really not in that. Yeah, bad you're of a really place. like a lot of people, people couldn't perform. Yeah, no, that was what it was. Specific, understandable. Just I only general did it through sadness. Hate sex. I mean, I can. So I've never gone five years, but I would go like in my previous relationship, like a year at least without it. Since like my my last girlfriend, which was fourteen years ago, it's been like. Five-year blocks, basically. I lost my virginity 14 years ago. How old were you when you were 14? Or 14 years ago? (laughs) (laughs) Trick question, 14. I'm so fucking stupid. Actually, that's not right, because I'm about to turn 28. Yeah. So I would have been 14. So I'm two years off, sorry. 12 years ago, I lost my virginity. So I guess you had your last girlfriend before I lost my virginity. I've never had sex with a girl. (gasps) Never. I've never been with a girl. I've made out with a couple of my friends drunk. No, that's fine. I have two. I've been put in very awkward situations where I've had women come on to me and trying to get me to have sex with them. And yeah, that was you're terrifying. a very good looking guy. When you don't know how to handle that situation, it's very scary, though. I now understand what women feel like when men come on to them at the bar. Yeah, and it's the I worst. get it. Yeah, it's because it's worse than a gay man. Because at least with a gay man, you'd be like, "You're not my type. Get the fuck away." But with a woman, it's different. Because I, I don't just want to be like, "Ew, I'm gay." Like, no. Because they're being nice and I'm flattered, but I'm also like, ew, I'm gay. No. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, I get, I just get awkward. But no. That's, yeah. that's understandable. Have you been with a woman? No. Okay. I've made out with girls. 
Matt, sure. you been with a woman? I I have been. Okay. Yes. Now, five years ago, that was a woman. Yes. Okay. Now, when you were in a relationship 14 years ago, was that a male or female? That was also a woman. Okay. Exclusively so, been women. Exclusively women. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Good to know. You never know. Our our listeners don't know. That's true. That's true. There's never been a a And it's 2021, and I want to get to a place where we don't just assume things, right? Right. That's fair. Yes. And I think it's appropriate to ask because I also want to foster an environment where I can speak openly like that with you, and you don't feel that I assumed one thing so that you feel open to talk about whatever. Because what if you just responded with like, actually, I did date a guy. We would have never known that. That would have been a a lovely conversation. Yeah. So. Would you date a guy? I wouldn't date a guy but i think that i could make out with a guy and it not be weird oh i'm sure interesting okay. i've made out with women it's not weird like i've thought about yeah. that before like fr- first from like an acting standpoint like writing a movie and it's like okay well if i had to like kiss a guy that's fine but like i've thought about it too in the sense of like there are friends of mine who are men where i'm like well they have all of the same attributes of like the type of woman i would want to date then it's like i just really would never want to see them naked like at all <laughs> like this. that's fair that's how i feel about a lot of women yeah i have a lot of women or friends of like you know girls yeah, that I thought, all of the personality traits that you're looking yes, for yes and i'm yeah. like in a heartbeat but i have no physical attraction and i could never do that to someone you know what so, i mean so it's weird i think women are beautiful and i am attracted to a lot of women but like i don't want to have sex with them i want to do but like i think the woman's beautiful like stunning Oh, right I mean, I think you. the but women wanna, got the win- I think I women got you. the winning combination for like the body breakdown. The guy's body is horrendous. With completely awful- disagree, a man's body is delicious. It it can be. It can be. Same it with. I be. mean, honestly, anybody can have a delicious or gross body. Uh, yeah, it's. it's I've just seen just women. Humans. I'm like wow, and I've seen men. I'm like wow, and also ugh. Right. Yeah. Totally get. And also, like, there are certain parts of the body that like really get me going. Like, I really like shoulders. Yeah, good shoulders. I like a good shoulder, a good neck jawline. Those really get me. So, like, titties, awesome. Love them. They're dope. But like, I'm not turned on by that. See, I'm an ass guy. I love a good ass too. Probably because I don't have an ass. Mm. I also don't have really. I don't have titties either. So, like, I like both of those things. They're super cool. Ass and titties. Sexual attraction is very important, I think. In I mean, in any relationship, but especially a sexual one, right? Like, you got there's got to be the attraction there. Everybody has their kinks. What's your kink? What's my kink? Not everybody has kinks. Listen, sometimes it's just like you know, you're a normal person, but mm, then uh, there are people like Army Hammer. Who I have mean, it depends some on a wild kink. kinks. Uh, some people have different definitions of kinks. Like some people will say something's a kink, and they'll be like, "That's not kinky." So basically, to me, when I think of like a kink, I think of like what's something that like gets you going real quick. That's what I think a kink means. So based on that definition, I would say if somebody starts like kissing or licking my neck, you're going to get me going real quick because I'm real sensitive there. But that's not really kinky. That's just passionate. <laughs> if that's the case. Then my, <laughs> then, I like to kiss people. <laughs> then my kink is just someone being nice to me. Yeah. Like just say nice things to me. <laughs> so this is really more what turns us on not really kink. Yeah. Kink though, like, see, again, it's tough because there's such, I feel like there's such gray areas. I mean, for me, something I guess could say, I like to tease people. Maybe that's a kink. I love to spend the first 30, 40 minutes if possible, really figuring that person out and what they like and don't like and what gets them going. Almost like a mental edging type situation. Yes. And that's what I go for. And then I find out what gets them tick and then I become that thing and go for it. So I kind of like to like be a chameleon in sex and that's my kink. I will be into what they're into if they're really into it because me getting somebody else off, I guess, is my motive. AKA why I have fisted somebody before. (gasps) 
Tell us about yeah, it. Yeah, let's get into the conversation. So I've never uh, fisted anyone, nor have I been fisted, and I would like to keep it that way. Just not for me. Not for me either. How does that work as the fister? So much like you, I've never really had any kind of motivation or desire to fist anybody or to be fisted. Does not make sense to me physically it's intense for those it's who intense. are listening that might not know what this at ah, actually is. so yeah if you're listening to this podcast and maybe you're patrick star living under a rock yeah the name's pretty self-explanatory Fisting but still. is when you take your fist and use your imagination and insert it. it into somebody now that we're together i had never done this right and there is this guy that i had talked to on i think it might have been scruff which is like a, a gay dating app and I had talked to him for like months. Sweet guy, but he's apparently like into fisting, right? Uh, but like super cool guy, really nice. But I told him, I was like, I've never done anything like that. That's very intimidating to me. I'd have no idea what the hell to do and not even sure if I could do something like that. And he was like, well, if you ever want to experiment, I would love to experiment with you. I think it'd be really fun. You can use me as a guinea pig. And so I thought to myself, hmm. Ever the adventurer, Andrew. <laughs> uh, and as you may know, I'm an adventurer and I love to try new things. And so I thought to myself, let's go for it. Here's an opportunity I could have to try something new and crazy uh, with somebody who's not going to have some expectations of me up front and knows going into it that I'm literally just right. like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So we planned a time to hang out and like do this thing. And we did. And now this person loves it, right? They're really into it. It's like their kink. Their kink okay. is fisting. Do you. Going back to kids. Yeah. yeah, do you, right? I'm pretty sure I've said this before in one of our podcasts, but I'm not somebody who's like into a bunch of like toys and things like that in the bedroom. I'm like, I'm usually pretty vanilla. Like another person, I'm good to go. Same. Maybe a candle or some good tunes, but that's probably honestly the most. Oh, I'd prefer I mean, a dark room with maybe a fan going and that's about off, it. Lights off, right? Yeah, lights yeah, off, Don't please. look at me. <laughs> so, fisting. Yes, we met up and I. he's like, you know, what do you want to use on me? And I said, well, I have no idea, right? So he's yeah. asked me these questions and I'll what listen to somebody like, who's very experienced. He's basically like, what tools should I bring? And I said, I don't know. So just like I said, bring a bunch of stuff for me to just, just check out. And he brought two duffel bags. Oh, Lord. Two very heavy duffel bags. Were they full of like dildos? Like what? what is it? Before you answer that question, I, I think I need some clarification. Please. Was the plan for you to do the fisting or for you to be fisted? Ah, excellent question. <laughs> so to clarify for our listeners, I have never and probably never will have any desire to be fisted. Okay. So I was the fisty. Okay. Fister. Fister, I think, would be the I proper guess Fister. One. I'm Mr. Yeah. Fister in this case. There you go. Mr. Fister should Mister. become the official <laughs> phrase. Mr. Fister. Who does the fisting is Mr. Fister. That is canon for all of sex now. Listeners, pass it on to your friends. The person who does the fisting, regardless of gender, Mr. is Mr. Fister. Mr. Fister. Yes. Very similar to my experience when I had sex with a trans person, when I saw the duffel bags flop onto the hotel bed, I got very nervous. And quick clarification, hotel bed, because I was not doing this at my house, and I was not going to Philadelphia, where this person lives. So we 
got a hotel in the middle. I think that that's fair. I think that if you're about to experiment with some shit that you don't know how it's going to go, exactly. you want neutral you, ground. Yeah, I was gonna say exactly. You want neutral yeah. territory. No trauma yeah. associated with it. You don't want to think about it every time you yeah, walk you don't into your bedroom. You want to go back bedroom. into your room and be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, Mr. Fister. Like it was the scene of a crime. Basically when you're done. So duffel bags were out and uh, he laid everything out. Like weapons. Laid it all out. Yeah, murderer. put it out like weapons this for a like murder. This is like some Dexter shit. There were dildos, yes. Several dildos of sizes I've never seen Mass before. destruction. Yes. Yeah. Definitely like the ones you've seen on in the internet that you're like, who the fuck uses that? Well, I've met the person that does. He's we figured those, it out. You got the Game of Thrones dragon one. Literally. Got, yeah. the, Edward, the Game of Thrones dragon one. The Edward Cullen frozen <laughs> like the sparkly Shrek dildo. Dick, like the crazies. Yo, there's that a I don't Shrek even know, dildo? Right. Uh, yes. There's oh a my of God. Well, just this seen it in person. And now there was a lot of, there was just a lot of things that I had no idea what they were. So we took like a half hour for him to really just kind of go through and explain what it all was. And a lot of the time I was just like, oh, okay. Oh, it was like a seminar. Yes. Yes. It was, again, it was a, it was a learning experience. It was a, a, a retreat, if you will. It was a lunch and learn. Yeah, basically. Oh my and God. so me being, as I just described, somebody who wants to please somebody, and that's my goal, right? I've never done this before. I have no idea, but I know they're into this. So I'm like, what do you enjoy about it? What do you want? What do you want to get out of this? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we essentially came up with a plan, and we had an, an order of items that we were going to use. Do you start smaller and go bigger? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. So we started smaller. Um, with just some little, basic like little toys. I liked the hand movement. Yeah, I just I just it, kind of like, moved my why, fingers, guys. This just is why we toys. do need that video component yeah. every once in a while. <laughs> so that was fine, right? And this is something else I would like to share is going into this, I was terrified because knowing I was about to engage with somebody who enjoys being fisted, I thought I was going to go into like some nasty, exploded asshole, right? Yeah, that's what you would think. Right? No. Not at all. I was actually incredibly surprised how normal their asshole was. Oh. So I guess much like a vagina, it can expand and contract. It, yeah, it's a muscle, right? Yeah. So. That was the first thing. I was like, okay. So I felt, I felt at ease, if you will, going into it. The, so a lot of the trauma that I had put so in myself there initially. there was no gaper, you know? Yeah, it, it wasn't was, like a yeah. crazy gaper. Yes. And so we proceeded with like a couple toys. Um, they were enjoying themselves. And I was like, cool. They're into this, and I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm doing good, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm figuring this out. I'm like imagining a child figuring out like a video game level that they've been really struggling with. Yes, that's what like it was you're like. just like, oh, I finally beat level two in Zelda. Yeah, now mind you, I had Happy Gilmore playing on the TV behind us. <laughs> Nothing so like the soundtrack of Adam Sandler. I was definitely pausing and chuckling at a couple Happy Gilmore oh, lines. As one does. We went through a few different toys, and then it became time for the big boy the fist or like a bigger toy so it was a bigger toy because i i didn't want to just like go in right 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 so there was a bigger toy that i was able to put over my like a sleeve if you will Um, so you didn't like raw dog with your hand no correct you pop like a muppet in there yeah it's like a a puppet puppet. (laughs) yeah okay like a puppet so I put that on. <laughs> so you, in order to use, like to do it, you need like a special kind of lubrication, apparently. Uh, I w- yeah, I would imagine so. It's like a very sticky, like super thick. I've never seen anything like it before in my life, but like basically like spidey jizz. 
Ooh. Oh, right. Like ectoplasm. I don't even know. I love it. Ectoplasm. Yeah. And he had it in like a sport bottle. <laughs> Duh. And he was like, I put it in the sport bottle because it's just easy to pour out and flex shut. And he's like, you'll know why when you start to use it. And it was like silly putty mixed with like some kind of like goo mixed and with this lube. is a lubricant? Yes. And makes it incredibly lubricant and like, I don't even know, but it was like putting... Bacon grease on, on your hand, essentially? It's uh, so much more extreme. I can't yeah. even think of anything to, to compare it to. I do want to ask a question at this point in the story. Yes, yes. And I think it is like an important question to to establish, but like, not saying that this is like your kink or that you're into it, but you were at least having fun at this point still, correct? Or is this like now being like, I can't believe I'm about to do this? No, I was, I was still, because at this point I was like, I was hitting my notches like, okay, I'm his, doing this. His We're good. Kink We're good. Is, is pleasing. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, uh, they're still being pleased. I'm good. Okay. Yeah. Everything's fine. And so I get this incredibly large amount of lubrication on my forearm. Mm-hmm. On your puppet. And my puppet. You just kind of go at it. You know, it's really weird when you think about putting your part of your body into somebody. It's not just like a dick, but like a, a fist. So you have <laughs> to really kind of apply some pressure. And then you get it in there. That's when I started to get a little scared, uneasy. Because similar to when I was being ridden by the trans man, when I noticed and I realized like what was going on and everything really clicked, I started to freak out a little bit in my head. But then it got weird because they were still into it, right? But you weren't anymore. You were internal crisis. I was internally crisising, yes. I then, similar to when giving blood, got very hot and lightheaded <laughs> yeah. and said, oof, Fisting need a break. and giving blood, one of the same. And then I went and threw up. <laughs> How did he feel about that? Was your hands, did you get your hand free before that oh, happened? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I pulled out, pulled the sleeve off, ran to the bathroom and threw up. And I said, I'm so hard, so sorry. <laughs> so I'm so hard. hard. I'm so hard. I'm so hard, I promise. <laughs> no, I said, I'm uh, so hard, uh, so sorry. I'm so, again, <laughs> so hard. I'm so sorry. I'm having, I said I'm having a hard time because I'm like freaking out and I'm like really hot right now. And I'm just like, and he's like, it's, it's fine, it's fine. Like, you're, you're, you're doing great. Like, no worries. And I was like, I'm just going to take like a five minute break and watch some Happy Gilmore and like catch my breath. <laughs> you know, just relax a little. And and then that that was it. I was done. Right. I, I did not go back to it because I was a little freaked out. Yeah. It. But I put myself out there. You did. And I learned something and I did something I've never done before. I can say with 100% certainty, I will absolutely never do it again. Well, there you go. But I will say that the person did tell me it was like one of their most enjoyable experiences doing it. So you're good at it. I guess. Yeah. You're a good Mr. Fister. I guess I'm a good Mr. Fister. That's, you should be proud of that. But I'm retired now. Yeah. I'm like Seabiscuit, one and done. Well, Seabiscuit did a lot. lot, but (laughs) Okay. um, Um, (laughs) I'm not Seabiscuit. So here's the thing that's like, insanely embarrassing to me is until you told that story it never dawned on me that there would be like movement beyond that point like i don't know why i just thought it was like just the sheer act of just like getting it in there and being like hey hello and like that was the end of it no you're fucking them with yeah, the fist no i get that yeah, now as you were explaining it i mean i know the listeners can't see it but one of those dildos was like 
That's like a gape. That's like bigger than a woman's it's giving cervix child giving birth. birth. Yeah. How what? far do you go in? For the listeners, he pointed to roughly elbow. No way. No. no. Is there like a specific angle they have to be at? And let me tell you, this person was like five six. That's a small person. Smaller than me. And that's what's even crazier. Because but I'm like, how does that work physically? They must know a specific angle that you have to be at. Well, he said it took like years. You gotta train to get that. to being able to do that. And you have to like do an enema and shit beforehand. Like that you can't just go into that without preparing. Oh yeah, he was like very prepared. Like it was very I'll say like it was very clean. Like it wasn't I that was another fear I had was it being like a very poopy? messy situation. Oh, yeah. Or bloody. Situation. Yeah, you don't know. It's a shitty situation. But it, it really was. It was very clean. The only, like, I don't want to say gross part, but the only, like, messy part was, like, the lube that was just, like, insanity. So, like, I, I'll give that. It wasn't gross from that perspective. It was more I just, me realizing this just wasn't for me, and I just not yeah. into hey, it. Hey, listen, you tried it, and I think that is honestly the most important part. Yeah. I did and my it best. Does, and it sounded like you, like... All joking aside, like you did have like what you could say is was a good coach for, for yeah, the yeah, experience. Yeah, understand. Oh, we like sat and talked for like an hour after. Like it was super chill. Like good. It, there was no awkwardness or anything. So like it was nice. You That's know, good. there was no trauma. At we the like end. we like that. No trauma, please. So happy with that. And that is by far the probably kinkiest and loudest thing I've ever done sexually. I always try to put my finger in my boyfriend's butthole. I have never been successful. He has, though. He has been successful in that. And putting his finger in your butthole yes! or his own? No. Does not he try own. it? In his own? No. Like, does no. he know what he's doing when he does it to you? Yeah, he's he, going for it. Yeah. But he doesn't fucking, let you go for it? No. This is like this. It's a fucking weird double standard, right? You know why, don't you? Because he'll like it too much. He's afraid of it. Yeah. Let me tell y'all. I told him. I was like, just let me do it just a little bit. Just I know like, there's a lot of straight listeners out here. It does feel good. And I can tell you. That can feel great. I mean, I didn't love it. It's different for a woman, though, because you don't have a prostate. True. Well, I, I think that's Which is the a big, big thing, thing to keep in mind. No, that is a big thing to keep in mind because the, the good feeling and the stimulation a man gets prostate. is because you're hitting the prostate, which that's is where you I feel the orgasm. all the time. I'm like, please, just like, let me get in there and like try. And if you, do, if you really don't like it, like, we don't have to do it ever again. But. What was your execution? Was he prepped? No. Well, I, he won't even let me try. So how did you try? I mean, I just like kind of like raised it. Yeah, I've never even gotten really that close. He's he's he won't he won't let it happen. He's done it to me though, and I'm like, what? Like what the fuck? How frequently does he listen to this podcast? Never. He doesn't. Okay. He, yeah, he doesn't listen to me. I'm gonna he's give not you gonna a tip. To my fucking podcast. I'm gonna give you a tip. It's a one-two step. A uh, one-two step, Sierra. Here you we can't go. just go for that with a finger. I don't even really like that, to be honest. It's interesting, right? I like penetration, but I don't really like a finger in me. Well, no, that so like when I say like I go at him with the finger, he's like fully clothed, and I just kind of like you know go at his butthole. Oh, so the one I'm saying, well, don't do that either. That's trauma. Well, I just like to fuck with him. But if I'm really okay, so but give if me you want to make it happen, really, yeah, here's okay. what I'm saying: make sure he's showered. Well, yeah, duh. fresh showered. Duh. <laughs> go in for the JJ and I'm not saying like lick his asshole. What no, I'm going to tell you to do, do is this: in the like on each side of the the genitals and right in the grooves of the leg. In the taint area, would you say? In the taint area, yeah. Lick around in there. Maybe a little nibble. Incredibly sensitive, much like the prostate experience would be. And what that'll do is, one, he'll be like, fuck, that feels good. And two, it helps them relax. And so then when you're down in that area, it's not so scary. It's like, ooh, pleasure's coming. 
So you need to, much like a dog, you're training a dog, which is much like a man. Yeah. You need to associate a positive experience with it. So he needs a treat. Yeah. yeah, He needs a treat. Okay. Okay. But the reason I'm telling you to go for this is because once you get to that stage and he's into it, you are and will always be in control. That's what I like. like 1000%. And this isn't like a. I'm trying to come at somebody who likes a finger in their ass. What I'm saying is when you're able to give somebody that pleasure, when they're like, damn, and they're just yeah. like fully vulnerable and letting you do that, yep. you got their full trust, mm-hmm. which means you are a hundred percent in and can. Maybe that's why he won't propose to me because I haven't been able to get his full trust. So you need to finger your, so I need boyfriend. to, I need to lick and bite his taint and then finger his butthole. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'll, sure there's a I'll statistic a that would prove that people who have their asses fingered and eaten probably are in more marriages than not. I mean, I just feel like there's so like for a man, like the prostate being there, like there's just too much going on for it to not be a good thing. Like it just it doesn't make sense. That's what I'm saying. It's just like, don't be scared of it. Just let it happen. But I'm not the only guy here. Matt, Matt, tell us about your most recent prostate stimulation experience. Uh, it, I mean, it was a while ago, but yeah, no, it's good. Right. Like, I've had someone pop a finger in there. Yeah. But like, and when they hit the, the right spot. Oh, yeah. No, it feels good. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird to say that yeah, out loud, but it hit does. That, yeah. You hit that prostate. That's what I'm trying to we're do. Gonna, we're going to make it not weird because it shouldn't be weird. It shouldn't yeah, be. No. If, it's a, if it is a pleasure zone, why should it be weird? Exactly. Just because it's in your butthole. I think the fear weird. of that, we've Amen. talked about this before, toxic masculinity. It is. You got to break like, that barrier. That's butthole. what it comes down to. You know, there's, I don't have a pleasure zone in my butthole and I've, I've just been like, whatever, yeah. if you must. Well, you have a vagina that has some pleasure zones, I believe, at least yeah, two. Yeah, but, but like lots guys aren't of dudes amazing cannot, at finding that. cannot do it. <laughs> like, I, oh God, I've been in so many relationships where sex is just so bad. They just don't know what they're doing. Nor do they like care to really figure it out. Well, I was just going to ask you in those moments, how much time are they spending figuring you out? Very little. I think that's why I get compliments on sex because I don't just go have sex like the same with any person in the world. And I Everyone's think a lot different. of people do that though. I think a lot of people like go at sex the same with any person. Yeah. And it's so different. It's not. You have to understand that person. Like, I mean, the relationship I'm in now, very like the best sex I've ever had. But I think he does take the time to figure it out and likewise so i think that definitely plays a big role yeah like everyone before i was just like what the fuck is actually going on right now this sucks well i know you haven't gotten to finger him yet but is there anything else that's been fun lately that you've done um lately we've been pretty vanilla lately i'm not gonna lie you know that's something else we should break though is not calling it vanilla i mean every time works for me yeah that's what i mean vanilla works for me every fucking time let's call it chocolate because chocolate's a little more better than vanilla, right? Yeah, I, I like chocolate. Much I disagree. More. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're in your 40s, boomer. <laughs> boomer. Big, big vanilla guy. <laughs> big, big. But l- lately, it's been very vanilla, and it's been fine. It's been good. We've had our moments where we get wild, weird. Just like I feel like the last few minutes, vanilla. We're we're both good with it right now. I feel like we're both totally happy with it. I mean, if every single time was wild and crazy, it would stop being <laughs> yeah, wild and I crazy. Just, at and a certain honestly, point. I don't have the fucking physical energy Who for does? that sometimes. And he's like, he's the first guy that I've been with in a while that's like much taller than me and stronger than me. Can like throw me around and mm. do some like we can do some crazy acrobatic shit. So like that's fun to do. Yes, but like he's, I will say, he's definitely a giver. 
he is very good about that but like uh, today i was actually thinking i was like i should probably like look into some toys and stuff just to like have on hand to spice up if we need to but yeah just, it's been pretty tame lately uh but i'm fully satisfied so well if you uh do decide to buy some toys if you go to adamandeve.com you can use my discount code for a 15 percent off handy andy <laughs> <laughs> mr fister <laughs> or mr fister for 25 percent off all Oversized dildos. It went from 15 to 25%. <laughs> Only for oversized dildos. Only and that's with the Mr. Fister. No Mr. spaces, Fister. all lowercase. Joking aside, I legitimately might try to send this episode to like Adam and Eve and be like, please let us have the discount code Mr. Fister. <laughs> for 25% promote, off. To promote on our podcast. That, you, what Actually, do they have I, to lose? I'm asking you as our producer to reach out to them because you have the most connections and yeah. to make that happen. What do they have uh, to lose? And I will promote them every episode for the next yeah. however long they put Adam the contract. Eve, if I were to get toys, like what do i want so i want to back up first though okay before we get into these toys because there's two things i want to touch on i want to hear the kinkiest thing you've ever done that i've ever done fuck into the archives i know let's fucking rewind some shit i mean i would say probably early on in my relationship with andy the relationship i'm in now we when i say like we got acrobatic like we're doing flips and shit yes like throwing me around up on his shoulders at point uh, like 69s in in crazy ways just lots of very uh physically demanding maneuvers uh, that's probably the kinkiest stuff i'm not built for that so i can only do that every now and then um oof, a lot of work there yeah so i've never done anything in public but we get a little brazen sometimes and just like living room windows yes. open yes people can see it because they have those houses behind us yep, now like yep, people yep. can just see in and like see it happening and we're just like whatever i love that shit like that nothing like super crazy like i'm not like you say you're vanilla i would say i'm pretty vanilla too like i, I don't need to do a whole lot of weird shit like sometimes yeah like you know you put on the lingerie and you're yeah, just like yeah yeah let's get a little fucking like violent mm, good and word. not like super violent but you know a little aggressive a little aggressive grab my throat but don't squeeze maybe just a little bit just like a little just squeeze. right at the end just yeah pull my hair i mean he's like almost ripped my fucking hair out before that i didn't like before him like my sex life was very non-existent so this is all new for me um i love this yeah thank you you're you're welcome Uh, i will say like something i definitely need to get better at and like need to learn and like want to learn is like fellatio like i'm super intimidated by giving a dude head very intimidated and like my partner now he like will coach me through it and everything which is like great i need that but i'm still just like petrified i'm like what is good well real quick not to throw another like hey recommendation out here but i actually also teach a master class uh that just launched two weeks ago on fellatio and um i recommend anybody signing up if you want you can use my discount code for 25 percent off the package it is fellatio fred 25 <laughs> yes because uh, Fred's my middle name. That's yeah, not my middle it's name. It's Andrew Fred. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. There's two tricks I've learned. So why don't you share them? Yeah. Why aren't you sharing? Yeah. Like the, There's tell listeners, the listeners that want to know. What are the tricks? Because then they won't buy my was, master You want to monetize it. You want to monetize it. That's <laughs> fair. fair. Enough. That's fair. fair. <laughs> Roaring20spodcast at gmail.com for the link to Andrew's master Venmo him 20 and bucks. Legitimately, and legitimately, I will give you the best tips for the tips tips for the tips. and the base but i did do so the other you no sent trouble. me you sent me the tiktok of the girl who's like the most embarrassing thing i said during sex was 
and she like tapped on the dude's stick and was like is this thing on yes i so you sent that to me yes. and then i was like i'm gonna do that and i did and he like didn't give two shits like didn't fucking care as long as he's like being touched and Ooh, all that tough crowd yeah. oh, damn. he does not give a fuck <laughs> he's like one of those dogs that don't need pet if you just like pat their ass really hard they're still happy and loving it oh yeah like literally just show him a boob and he's just like fucking good to go he was it's very simple golden retriever super easy (laughs) super easy he really is a golden retriever he really is you just like hold up the ball and he's like his tail's going he's fucking pumped just show him show him a boob and he's good to go i really hope he doesn't listen to this he's like you put too much out there well matt i don't know if they had kinks 20 years ago but if they did what was your kinkiest experience did she show her ankles (laughs) she did wow she lifted the dress i almost saw a kneecap oh my god (laughs) wild (laughs) no i mean i really don't uh unfortunately i don't have like that many too exciting stories sex was like the thing is when i look back on it and like get excited for this, Andrew, Mr. Psychology, as we learned Mr. last Fister. week. Mr. Fister and Mr. Psychology, <laughs> the two tenants of Andrew Welch. <laughs> Most of my like sex experiences were not the best. Like like in an emotional way, they weren't good. And then like the only person where it actually did feel like, oh, this feels right, this is good. It was ultimately like a very emotionally abusive relationship. So like for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I nothing on the uh, look. I know that you had it way worse on the no, emotional. No, no, no. I'm not saying like <laughs> I had it worse. I just think it's so telling that like the best sex is when you're emotionally traumatized well, and abused. No, I. But I, it also was probably like because it's it, true. It, it probably, was so emotionally charged. Yeah. It made it more passionate. Yeah, it does. It does. Well, well. I think what happened though for me is like that was really scarring, and then like because that was like really the at that point that relationship was like the most sex in a row that I had ever had. Like there was this thing where I was like, well, I'm used to having this thing and I don't have this thing. I did what I think a lot of people do in those situations where they kind of become like a little man whore-ish where they're like, well, I still want to have sex. Matt Kelly being a man whore? Very brief. uh, Hold on, hold on. on. I can't imagine this. (laughs) I know. But what I learned very quickly just by having like hookups on, on apps was like, it made me feel hookups on, on apps. apps? Yeah. What? <laughs> Did you hook up with someone for plenty of fish? We could have no. been talking about okay, this Cupid. the whole time. Oh. oh my god. Okay, Cupid. This is a kink for Matt Kelly. No, Explain. it's not. App hookups. Tell us about it. I'm gonna rotate and face Matt Kelly now. <laughs> we all cut so on what? edge. No, but like what happened was there was like two or three people over like a couple months that I would just have like these random encounter hookup type things. And I just felt fucking terrible afterwards. Like just emotionally, I felt guilty. I didn't like that. Like for me, like I need that emotional connection. So I'm not like what I learned is like I'm not a hookup guy. I need like to build into that through a relationship. I do think like something that you were talking about earlier where it's like when you have like a friend where you both completely understand that like there is no romantic anything here but we're very attracted to each other and we can go back to like just being friends afterwards like i've had maybe one or two of those like in the last five years ago where like that was like okay this works like this is like i feel safe but like i i need to feel safe in the presence of that person Mm -hmm. and i don't feel that in like a random hookup and i don't feel that like in a fresh new relationship 
But I do feel that like around someone who I've been friends with for years or obviously like a growing like boyfriend, girlfriend type relationship. Well, I think that's a good thing be- in a way because I think something kind of an art form in love that's been lost is that time to develop that relationship, that understanding and that trust with one another. I think from personal experience, the you know best intimacy I've ever had with people are the ones that I knew the best going into it. Yeah, mm-hmm. ag- agreed. Uh, I mean, I've had great fucking hookups. Don't get me wrong, but they're empty. You know what I mean. So as soon as connection. you get off, that's it. That's all you had. So when you're able to tie a lot more to it and and have that that passion and that that in, that true into some intimacy, I think once you have that. It is hard to compete with unless you really know that you're just going to get off and that's all you can expect yeah. from it. Right. I have a sex question for you both since you're both dudes. Mm. True or false? After you get off, you get your nut, as the kids say. Mm-hmm. Are you, for a brief moment, completely unattracted to whatever... Or whoever you just had sex with. No. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh here we, yes. Okay. Here we go. Why no? Yeah. Why no? I I don't know. I've I've never. But again, I think going back to even like what I was talking about earlier is like for me it it is like this really special intimate thing. So I think that I'm more so just like I'm so excited that we like had that moment together that like. I'm Max more blasting. Oh, I just had sex. Yeah, one hundred percent. And it felt so good. Felt so good. Lonely Island and Lady Gaga, right? Fuck Akon. off. Akon. How the woman dare let me you? put my penis inside of her. That's Akon. Yeah, that's Akon singing that. That's sex. And there's a what lonely. The, I am. Uh, I no, there's a Lonely Island you. version of it. it lonely is, Island, Island is them. And Akon. Is Lonely Island and Akon? Which the ones Gaga in though? Because there's fuck if I know. I am so mind blown right now that you said that was Lady Gaga. No, there's I know there's one with Lady Convict Gaga. Convict music. Three way the golden rule was the one That's they did with Lady Gaga. Way. Fuck that. We're talking about now. I want to listen to that. We can right I'm after. I'm gonna this. listen to it when I drive home tonight. Um. <laughs> so no for you. Yes for Andrew. And it ties into what we were just saying. So for example, let's have. Do you watch Pornbrook? I have, yes. Okay. So if you've ever, either of you, anybody listening, if you've ever watched porn and masturbated, did you ever have a porn on, you're really into it, and you get off, and right after you're like, you're just like, ew, ah, yeah. and okay. you shut so, it off? Yep. So, so I have that, had hookups yes. similar where like, you're really into it, and that, what it comes down to for me is I realize, I think what why I feel so unattracted, or so like unattracted to them and gross at the end is because I think... I realize that all of that, what I was just doing and being and who I was for the last couple hours, which is because I was really horny. Last couple uh, hours. Jesus. When it's all done, I'm like. Hours? It's kind of like that. I guess I get like, it's kind of like that. Well, so it's not two hours of fucking. Yeah, building but up to it. all said and done. Like, I with told foreplay. You, I take, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. It's like that Mike Berbiglia joke where he basically Oof. talks about how he doesn't understand the appeal of sex tapes. And he's like, once I'm done having sex, my first thought is, thank God no one saw that happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and so I think what it, it is for me is it's like a little bit of shame. Yeah. I would say that I, <laughs> like, so, so I, I will say, <laughs> I will say that there are like, especially coming from like a very religious background, there, there are guilt, there's guilt feelings yes, sometimes, yes. but I would and never feel yeah. disgusted by the person, I, maybe towards myself. Well, but, it's more self, like me, yeah. not so much I look at them like, you're disgusting. 
disgusting. Yeah. That's what I thought the question was. Was that what the question was, Brooke, or no, discuss so it there's, yourself? There's a, a, a trend on TikTok where guys are admitting like, yeah, after we like have sex with a girl for like a few minutes afterwards, we're kind of like grossed out by her, which I think is like those feelings of guilt and shame. Oh, it is. Yeah. Like, it's like, I like, just did some nasty, dirty shit. Yeah. Don't look at me, God. I feel that way towards myself after. More often than not, though, I'm not disgusted afterwards. I actually, one of my favorite things to do when I'm done that usually throws people off, but they laugh, is I give them a high five and I say, awesome job. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll my... be like, great job. And they're like, what? And I think it's so fun to do. I like to immediately get dressed because I hate my naked body. I always am like, that's. I think like that's like the other shame. Like it's done. I'm like, well, okay, that's I'll be back. I gotta go like clean myself and put clothes on, and then right. put like a bonnet that's, on. Like he just saw me naked from so many different angles, and as soon as it's done, I'm like, "Do not look at me. You cannot see me. I have to put clothes on." And it's like, for like, what what the fuck hasn't he seen at this point? It's what almost like doing? we think we're being taboo. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like I have got to put clothes on. You know what really drives me? The press is on the way. Yeah. <laughs> you know they're gonna know. Yeah, we can't get caught by the paparazzi. Well, like so there is paparazzi at my house. My fucking dogs. Oh, they so they're judgy faces. They like to be in the room. <laughs> Oh, watching Brett, does have a sometimes jump up on the bed i can't do that that freaks me out i can't do it so you're an exhibitionist no nope and so i try to lock them out of the room but rowdy likes to scratch at the door and wail just like, blah, 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 blah. at least it covers up what you can be as loud while as the hell as you want while we are he's in doing the throes yeah, but it's hard to be turned on when a dog's screaming outside it, it door. Really, or it some is... people might get more turned on by okay, that okay matt you're revealing too much about yourself <laughs> okay dial it back but then like so i'll get dressed really quick and i open the door to go to the bathroom and like my dogs barge in and they're like looking everywhere and I'm just like oh my god it's like your parents almost <laughs> like what the fuck happened in here what was going on it smells like sex you fucking freaks like that's what it feels like that freaks me the fuck out I hate that with the dogs is outside the door like stop hurting mommy well, <laughs> his thing now like if Andy hugs me Coda starts barking and freaking out he doesn't want us to touch so like he absolutely cannot be in the room because he just loses his mind he's like blah, 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 just screaming at us he's so, very like, protective of you. it's it's too it's too weird can't do it makes me feel very uncomfortable one time <laughs> we were having sex and um I'm on top. I like to be on top. That's my thing. And we're getting into it. And then like, I just like glance over and there's like a cat in the doorway. And I'm just like, okay, she's fine there. And like, we're into it. And the next thing I know, she's just like on the pillow behind his head, like right next to his face. And I was just like, I can't do this. I was like, I, I cannot. Like, she's just fucking staring at me. And also next to your face. Like, no, I can't do this. Um, so we had to stop. I was just like, nope, I'm done. Like, can't. It's gone for me. It left. Uh, so yeah, animals can really fuck shit up. So beware of that. Last question for you men. Another thing I saw on TikTok. You ready? Okay. Can you feel anything past the tip? So this will help you with your fellatio? Yes. You motherfucking better go past yeah. the tip. Because if you're only at the tip, you got about two minutes of pleasure. And then it's... I, I guess the easiest way to put it without the analogy is if you focus just there... The sensitivity and the like. It's overstimulated. It's overstimulated and you almost go, I don't want to say you feel it's numb, but it loses the sensitivity. Because it, it's overstimulated. It's too much. So you have to go away from it. Come back. Let it dry a little and then go back and re-wet. Okay. So you got to work your way down. And that's when I said that, that special spot down there. So work the top, 
tongues down each side. Mm-hmm. Yep. Grace the balls. Don't spend a lot of time on them. That's where you just grace. You you graze things. Yep. And then you listen. Oh. Listen for his reactions. And that's the biggest key with fellatio. Because if you do something and he reacts, do that again and see if he reacts. And then that can become a tease. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to get him going real quick. Because the goal for me with giving fellatio is to get them off much faster than I really want to do this. Because I don't, yes. wanna, I'm really into it for about five minutes that I'm over yep. it. Mm-hmm. So those things. And then the other thing I found with 90% of dudes giving them head to really get them going and what gets them off quick is um, a lot of saliva, not making it super wet, but the noise like that. Yeah, they're gross. They, they like that. They do. The sloppier, they're they, like, they fucking <gasps> love it. They just go for it. They're fucking nasty. So no. you, you fucking straight I men are gross. I hate that sound. Well, you're celibate, so. That's true. <laughs> anyway, guys. You can check us out on our social media platforms such as Instagram, Facebook, or email us. This is a very educational episode for all of us. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. Boop. Network.